0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Welcome to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast. A brilliant true crime podcast hosted by two zany sisters, all while baking up delicious treats in their kitchen. Here are your podcast hosts, Karen Devaney and Ann Varner. The Super Familiar with the Wilsons Podcast. You know that family whose house
2: you hung out in when you were a kid? The house was a little loud and chaotic, but always fun, and sometimes felt more home than home. Well, that's us.
3: We're the Wilsons, and we welcome
2: you into our podcast with silly chat, ridiculous games, and interviews with interesting people.
0: Like a spin doctor. The Super Familiar with the Wilsons Podcast.
2: Welcome home.
3: Hi, I'm Dan from Casting Views, and you're listening to Karen and Anne on the Sugar-Coated Murder Podcast. Hi, I'm Dan from Casting Views, and you're listening to Karen and Anne on the Sugar-Coated Murder Podcast.
0: Do you, have? I have a murder. You're going to talk about a murder? I'm going to talk about a murder. I'm going to sit back and relax. Because guess I what?
2: I don't have to do you know, a No, you got the weird. night off. They I took the your night place to love tonight. So I like, Thank you so much. You owe them some money. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> we,
0: we,
3: probably, we probably spoke too much, didn't we? So it's...
1: Well, do you know what it is? Maybe in actual fact, we've pulled two episodes for you. Because you could just That's cut mine right. and Dan's one up. <laughs> and then you could turn around and do your one. And you've got two episodes. You <laughs> act
2: like I'm that good at editing. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's silly. <laughs> no, you guys did a great no, job. No, y'all did a great job, and I mean it. I mean that was a lot of murder, so it, you're not going to just skip over them. Yeah, you had to you had to get the detail you to, in. You would not want to skip yes. anything. Mm-mm. So, all right. right, what you got? So, I am going to talk about a girl named Samantha Josephson. All right, and she was born in 1997, and her parents are Seymour and Marcy Josephson in Princeton, New Jersey. Seymour. I know his name was Seymour. Wow. I, like that name. I didn't know people really named their people Seymour. They evidently people do. Wow. People name their people that. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so Samantha grew up in a place called Robbinsville, New Jersey. She graduated from Robbinsville High School in 2015, and she was known by her friends as Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. I go back and forth between Sammy and Samantha. I was introduced to her as Samantha. Oh, okay. That was the first article I read with her. Which about her was Samantha, so that'll stick in she my could head. Could be Sammy. So she attended the University of South Carolina <gasps> in oh, Columbia, South Carolina, not too far from here. And she was set to graduate in May of 2019. In March of 2019, she got accepted into the Drexel University Law School. I think Drexel is in Pennsylvania, right? So she was going to go to law school afterwards, and her aspirations in life was to to actually work for the United Nations. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She was big, really smart girl, really smart. So March 28th, 2019, Samantha joined her friends out to celebrate the good news that she had just gotten about her um, law school acceptance. So they were out to celebrate, celebrate her specifically. Samantha's boyfriend, Craig, did not join them that night, um, but the couple kept in touch through, through phone calls and texts throughout the night. The group gathered at a popular bar in Columbia called Bird Dog. And it's in this community called Five Points, which is like a favorite spot of all the college students. It was like a lot of bars and restaurants and stuff. It was a big social spot. Around 2 a.m., the friend group that she was with, they were leaving the bar, it was closing. And the street outside was really crowded and she got separated from her friends. Oh, I hate when that happens. So she texted her boyfriend and told him that she just went ahead and ordered an Uber to take her back to her apartment. And at that point, um, Oh, I was like, what did I write? Okay. At that point, her <laughs> devoted boyfriend began to track her phone through find my friends uh-huh. to make sure she got home safely. He knew the route. I mean, he was, yeah, Very familiar with the area but he just wanted to make sure so when he noticed that the uber was headed out of town he figured she had made it home and probably left her phone behind in the uber and that's why it was headed out of town right so he went to bed unfortunately that's far from what actually happened the next morning sammy's roommates noticed that it didn't appear that she had ever come home that night and they called greg the boyfriend to say if you heard from her and he was like no i thought she got home and they said well Evidently, she never came home. Doesn't look like she's been home. So he he immediately, he was two hours away. He immediately started driving towards Columbia, Mm -hmm. got in the car, no questions asked. So then they found out that she did not show up for her job, which was completely out of character for her. And they really began to worry. So when Greg got into Columbia, he and one of her friends went back to the bird dog to see what they could find out from bird dog, like from the manager or anybody was there, you know. And the manager actually let them look at the security footage, which oh. is really nice because a lot of times they make the, they the make wait till the right. police get there. Mm-hmm. So they actually had an on-street camera. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they could see her standing on a corner, kind of off to herself. It was, it was 2 a.m. She was on the phone. They also saw a black Chevy Impala car go past her. Do an illegal U-turn, come back down the street, and then um, almost jumps the curb trying to get to her to pull into a spot next to her. Oh, wow. So as he's pulling into the spot, she starts walking towards him and gets into the back seat. You can see on the video, she's on the phone. She takes the phone away from her ear. She says something to the guy, right. gets in and closes the door.
0: Right. Like t- it's her Uber.
2: Yeah, right. that's right. She's probably like, are you here for, for Samantha? Right. When they saw this footage, they got a really bad sinking feeling, and they called the police to come to the bar. And the boyfriend called her parents in mm. New Jersey, and they started driving from New Jersey. Left her sister at home to man the phones in case Sam called home. Right. So, meantime, <laughs> we laugh. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I, I just picture Lou's face like hitting me. So, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Lou. Meantime. <laughs> Hunters in New Zion, South Carolina discovered the body of a female in a wooded area. Mm-hmm. They call the police, and the body is in very bad shape. It was obvious that she had been the victim of violence. This was 65 miles away from where Sammy was last seen at right. the bird dog. They identified her as USC student Samantha Josephson. Mm-hmm. Her clothes were so bloodied that they couldn't tell what color they originally were. Oh, no. Her sandals were on her feet. Were No, her sandals were not on her feet, but they were still attached by the ankle straps. Oh. But the... The little toe piece right. popped off, and her feet—like both of her feet—were not even in the shoe. Oh wow! So obviously there had been a struggle, and like she had dragging. she had been stabbed at least a hundred times. Oh, and a hundred stab lovely. wounds is a lot. That is it's a lot. lot.
1: That's a lot to put on a body. Like, yes. you think how much room? Like. This- How much space could there be for that? It's
2: almost like there's not enough space. Right. Yeah. So um, she had been stabbed uh, all over her head, her throat, her chest, her upper torso, mostly on the right side of her body. (laughs) She only had less than two tablespoons of blood left in her body. Oh, my God. We usually have about a gallon and she's down to less than two tablespoons. Wow. They didn't have enough to be able to run a toxicology report on her. Whoa. Yeah. That's how little like she had completely bled out. Wow. The police are now putting the pieces together from what's it what happened at the bar Mm -hmm. and then this. Person in the woods. It's the same person. Now they're going to go and they're going to try to find this black Chevy Impala, a very common car. It's not like it was a Rolls Royce that was purple. Yeah, like it no. was right. a very common car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can,
1: can, can I just add as a note there as well? I actually uh-huh. wrote down on my word document open Chevy Impala. Why is it always used in murders?
2: Oh, no. I don't know
1: what it is. It's, isn't it the, the car that shot Tupac as well
2: Was a Chevy? Oh, Impala? Yes. was it? Was it? it just I'm makes pretty sure. It is a very common type of car and it's not, I don't think it's an overly expensive car. So I think that's why it's, it's very common and, you know, people like us that can't afford expensive cars. (laughs) Ironically, the next day, the police come across a black Chevy Impala parked almost in the same area as the bird dog. Wow. And so they approach the car, the driver gets out and runs away. Of course he does. But he's caught two blocks over. So in the car, they're looking in the car. They find Sammy's phone in the back seat. Oh. It was a gold, rose gold iPhone. So it was not overly common to see that, but they knew what they were looking for. Right. It was her phone. And they also had, there was a bunch of cleaning supplies in the back seat. Um, So, of course, they immediately impound the car and they take the driver to the police station. The driver's name is Nathaniel Rowland. He's 24 years old of Columbia, South Carolina. His parents lived less than five miles away from the dump site in New Zion.
0: Oh,
2: so now we know he's got connections to the area. There's a
0: reason he went there.
2: So they go to his address on his driver's license that's listed as where he's living in Columbia. And his girlfriend is there. He has a small child with her a toddler. Oh, man, um, they have a child together and she lets the police in and, and cooperates immediately with the police. Wow. So this is what she told them. She said that when he came to pick her up, she worked at McDonald's when he came to pick her up for her shift. He had her uniform top and visor in his car and he was supposed to go launder it. When he brought it to where it was soaking wet and she had, she had to put it on wet and go to work.
0: Oh, my God. She said,
2: where's the visor? And he said, out in the country. Oh, no. She's like, why is it in the country? And he said, mind your business. Oh, my. So then she gets in the car and she notices. So he said, you need to drive. She's like, OK. So she's driving and she notices that he's got wipes like Clorox wipes. Mm-hmm. He's put on rubber gloves. And now he's wiping things down with oh this cloth. gosh! she's like, what are, what you, are doing? you doing? Right. And he said, mind <laughs> your business. Mind your business. I also noticed that there was um, a sheet in the car tied up behind. It was tied to the headrest of the driver's side and draped across the back seat. Oh, God. And it had blood on it. She was like, what is that thing? What mind that- your business. And he said, mind your yeah. business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, my God. She keeps saying. Normal human
1: behavior at this point.
2: Exactly, (laughs) yes. So then, so they have a small child together. So they need to put the child in in the car with them. And at first he said, she can't ride in the back seat. And the girl was like well, what are we going to do? We we have to put her car seat in. What is your problem? (laughs) So she goes to put the car seat in and buckle the child in and the seat is wet. Oh, no. And when she got the child out, she noticed the child had blood on her shoe. No. That seat was soaked with blood. No. Yes. Wow. So she's like, okay, something weird is happening. <laughs> yeah. And he keeps telling her to mind her business and it gets, he starts using stronger and stronger language with her. Right. Because she started, I don't know, giving him a hard time about her visor because that's part of her uniform. Yeah. And I think he says something to her, like you'll end up in the country, if you like you'll end up with the, in the country with your visor or something like she just said something was just not something was completely off right so she lets the police into the apartment and they start looking around and they find in the garbage can out in the back the bloody white sheet oh that had been in the car and they also find some of his clothes that had blood on it they found oh so (laughs) they found a um what they said was the weapon, and it's like a utility knife, mm. but it's a double bladed utility right, knife. It's right. the craziest looking thing. I've never seen this, but it actually lined up with a lot of her stabbings where there were parallel marks, right? Like one next to each other. And they were right. so he was stabbing her with both blades at the same time, which is crazy. Probably stabbed her.
0: 50 times, but there were two blades. Not all of
2: them were two-bladed, though. It's weird because you could could switch it to one blade or two blades. Wow. So uh, it was crazy. She said that she had seen him trying to clean what she thought was mud, but ended up being blood off of this double-bladed utility knife at the apartment. They actually find not just the sheet, but some bloody paper towels. They also find a handwritten list. Uh Uh-oh. And here's what the list says. Duct tape, tape her whole body. Oh, gloves, oh. all black, flip phone, gasoline, matches. <gasps> and it's his handwriting, right? Because they did a handwriting analysis on it, and more than 50% of the words they could say were definitely his. So, of course, back at the police station, they are processing the car. And oh, this was the saddest thing to me. They could see one of Samantha's barefoot prints on the on the window on the back one of the back windows where she was trying to probably kick the window out to get away. And at that point, you know, I told you her feet were out of her shoes, but just attached to her ankle by the straps. She was really fighting for her life. And they also find blood. There's so much blood. There is blood on the dashboard, on the console on the back of the seats, on the floor, on the seats, on the doors, on the ceiling. It is everywhere. And it is just saturated because she bled out in this car. Yeah. So all of her blood is in this oh car. Oh gosh. Yes. The and seats then, must
0: be very absorbent.
2: Oh, I know. Well, it's going to take a lot of cleaning. Yeah. So Sammy's body showed that she had put up a serious fight. She had stab wounds and some of them had gone all the way through her hands. Wow. Wow. So where she was putting up a fight and you got to think you're in the backseat of a car.
0: I'm sorry, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing because I forgot those two were on. So when the male voice came across my ear, <laughs> she <I jumped. laughs>
2: she's sitting on the floor so with her dog. <laughs> she's sitting on the floor with her dog, so he'll be quiet. And So she forgot y'all were here. I'm so sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, that the murderer is here. Fowl rude, Very rude. <laughs> <So> <laughs> So anyway, um, she had put up a fight shed or defense wounds on her hands. And they also found some of his DNA under her fingernails. Wow. He had used the child safety locks uh-huh. in the car. And so the she window lock to oh, keep her captive. That's so mean. Yes, And the the girlfriend said, we always have those on. Because of the, you know, the, right. because, in the back yeah. because, you know, you don't put them in the middle of the car anymore. You have to put them on one of the sides. Right. So you always have to lock the window and the door because they'll play with it and let themselves fall out. So anyway, that's how he had kept her in there. By the way, he had never been an Uber driver.
0: Oh, no. So no he probably. wasn't even he wasn't the guy.
2: He wasn't never the Uber driver. He was a killer on the prowl. That's what he was. Wow. She was an opportunity. That's the saddest part to me. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. That she got into this car and thought it was her Uber. And back then, Uber didn't have all these things in the car that could let you know. This was in 2019. And I know that they've made some... Huge, huge adjustments. So um, Roland is charged with kidnapping and murder, and then there's a weapons charge using a weapon and a violent crime. They'll throw everything at you that they can, you know, when they arrest you. So his defense in court said that because none of Samantha's DNA was found on him (laughs) at the time of his arrest, um, that he couldn't have done it. That's not the way it works. And right. he that's said, un- "He said, well, maybe he said, maybe she had DNA under her fingernails, but he didn't have any of hers under his. <laughs> well, he was wearing gloves was- and he was
0: stabbing <laughs> her. I mean, right. Why would he? have? but and
2: it's all in the back seat of her car.
0: Right.
2: So, but the utility knife had her blood on it. Everything that they found of his had her blood on it. So the right. other Not thing.
0: Him.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it wasn't on him. They said that um, they had found a leather jacket that they think he he had been wearing. Oh. And there were fingernail scratches on the leather jacket on oh. the front where no. she was fighting with him.
0: Aww.
2: Yeah. So she fought. The other thing that his defense attorney said, well, so he's got this woman that he tries to fire. He tries to fire her in the middle of the trial because he said that she's boisterous. An and attorney?
0: Huh? Oh, an attorney? You say he has a woman? You mean oh, an attorney? i <laughs> A
2: prostitute. That's she, right he what a is- woman at the trial. <laughs> <I'm> so sorry. <sad. laughs> oh my god! It's his. It's his attorney. Okay. Okay. And he wants her fired in the middle of the trial because he does. He says. I don't think she's fighting as hard as if I were one of her own. Oh, for heaven's sake. And the judge said, too bad. So then this woman brought in another woman that was more of his ethnic background. And she actually did the closing arguments. But let me tell you what she said. She said, and this is not a quote, but this is a paraphrase. She said, um, she brought up the fact that Samantha's DNA was not on him, his person. But then she also said, why is it always about the DNA? She's like, why do we only have to listen to this? Like, really? But I think she just had nothing else to say. What is she going to say? Like, what is she going to say about the son? I mean, he's on the prowl. He is, and his Facebook page was full of innuendos and cryptic messages about him hunting for a woman to kill. Oh, my gosh. So you know, what are you going why to say is about, it about the DNA? What is his redeeming quality? <laughs> so she just was like, no, why do we have to talk about the DNA all the time? Why do we only have to listen to science? So <laughs> she didn't do a good job. <laughs> she was not, she's not doing it. He should have been more, uh, more uh, complained more about her than the other woman, but he didn't. So he got convicted of all three charges. Good. During the impact statement, his mama, his mom, his mama, Nathaniel Rowland's mama Uh stood up in court and asked for leniency. And she said, he didn't do this. Oh, And the judge got pissed (gasps) and said, I am not going to sit here and listen to you. Tell me that you think he's innocent. He has just been convicted by a jury. Right.
3: Yeah. Good. Good.
2: Yeah. He would not, he would not have it. And then she said he was a good boy and that he, she again said there's no way that he did this because I would know because I'm his mother. Oh no, right. Uh, that's, that's that's they not always how say it that, works, Mama. They. That's not how it they works. They
3: always say that he was such a yeah, good person. Such a he good would boy. never do that. Yeah.
2: He was <laughs> such a good boy until he wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Until he yeah. was stabbing yeah. this woman a hundred times. Yeah. Yeah. So what
1: well, was like the motivation for this in and of itself?
3: It makes it sound just to kill someone. It
1: just it was, like it, a,
2: he was hunting women
3: obsession.
1: to
2: kill. Yeah. And they really think that his intention might have been to rape her, but something happened in that back seat where she either fought so hard or he just started stabbing, and at that point just continued to stab. He was there was no sign of any sexual assault.
3: Right. That's so, that's what I've taken away from this one. Right. One he's mapped it out. He's he's written yes. an essay on what he's going to yes. do. So it's not it's mm-hmm. not just a uh, what what do they call it like a, a murder of passion or anything like that. Yeah. He just. He wanted to kill someone.
2: He wanted uh, to kill, kill like someone. Kid. He wanted to kill a woman. And, he wanted, yeah.
3: yeah. Then for her, you know, it, like you said, it's just poor woman just in the wrong place at the wrong Absolutely. time.
2: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Now, and, 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 and also- On that videotape, they could see him slowly driving back and forth when the bar was letting out. He was looking, he was looking for, for looking. somebody. And this is yeah. why he didn't get the death penalty because it wasn't premeditated it, it's not like he got up and said, "I'm going to go kill Samantha." He didn't know her; she was random. So, but I have I, I have I an issue with that. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his whole reason for being out there was to kill, find a woman, and kill her. Yeah. But
3: the um, murder was premeditated. The it wasn't right. Yes,
2: yes um, exactly.
3: And and the other thing for me on this is, you know, and I've been thinking about it sometimes when I'm listening to your episodes and 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 just generally when you hear things on the news. I mean. Any obviously right goes without saying. Any murder is tragic, but it's when the victim like this is, is kind of not not tortured, but they are made to. You know, it's not quick. She is suffering. Oh, she is she fearful. You know, and yes, and, and and to me, that's just yeah. That he's he's innocent. What he did to her, no. Yeah,
2: no. I, he's not. There's nothing innocent about him. As a matter of fact, the judge said. Whoever asked me for leniency, well, that's not part of my DNA.
0: Yeah.
2: And he also went on to say that this was the most severe murder he had ever heard in a courtroom.
0: Mm.
2: He also said, Samantha fought you hard and left a trail of evidence so the jury could see what you did. He sentenced him to life. I did find out that in South Carolina, life, there when you get sentenced to life, there is no parole. It's you go to prison for life, which I really like that. I, I enjoy do. that about the state all of a sudden. Yeah.
0: I well, that and we now have the firing squad.
2: Yeah, you can. Yeah. If they give you oh, the wow. death penalty. Really? Yeah. You can choose the firing squad or the electric chair. If like They let you choose. Do we stop? really?
1: Is, that the, is, is that <laughs> I actually thought we
2: the, weren't doing the electric chair right now. I
0: thought we were only the only option right now was the firing squad. Is that the only
2: option right I'm now? Sure.
0: For some reason, I thought so.
2: I don't know. But we have it all oh, for it.
1: Now, in my mind, what they should do is they should turn around and say, now, would you like the electric chair or the firing squad? And when they say firing squad, you say electric chair it is then.
2: <laughs> I, agree. Like, I, I, yes. I agree with you. I agree with you. Aren't you brilliant? <laughs> well, or I so totally agree.
0: Brilliant. brilliant.
3: brilliant. Or, is it, or, or should there be a third option we do to you what you did to your victim? Yes.
2: You I much.
0: like that one too. I for an Yeah. Eye for an eye. Yeah, eye, an extreme,
2: eye. But, right. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually just
1: had a look as well, and I've actually just watched while um, you've been reading the CCTV of her getting in the car, and it's like it's just such an like an innocent thing, isn't it? Because a car pulls up, you just assume because you're there and you're waiting, that's what you're expecting. Yeah, but I can't tell you how many times I've gotten into an Uber just knowing that a car is due to turn up to pick me up. So it's just
0: now they
2: have now they tell you the the make and model of the car that's picking you up. Well, in South Carolina, you have to have, um, so we don't have our license plates on the front of our car in South Carolina. We only have one in the back. But okay. if you're an Uber or a Lyft dropper, you have to have one on the front of your car too that's set that right. gets your license plate. And all right, I'll get to that. All right, I'm going to get to all the changes. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to say that that her mom stood up in court. And during the victim, the The victim, I don't know what a victim is. The victim impact statement, and said, "I relive what you did to my daughter every day, a hundred times. You stabbed her, and I feel it every day." And she said, "Her dreams were my dreams, and her death is my death." Her dad got up and said, "He had been in so much pain after this, he had actually contemplated suicide twice." Wow! But they also are to me. I have so much respect for them because they this case had not even gone to trial yet. And they were already working with the South Carolina government to make some changes Mm -hmm. about ride sharing. And the government actually passed a bill called the Samantha Josephson ride sharing safety law. And Uber and Lyft also made a lot of policy changes as well. So they took the law and then they went further with it nice so um, the first thing is they did a whole campaign in downtown columbia they put up placards and everything that says um, hashtag say my name so they told people when you get into a car you don't say are you waiting for samantha you say who are you here yeah. for yeah. right you make yeah, them yeah, yeah. say your name right. the other thing is before um, getting in the car before getting yeah. in the car Yep. Yeah. 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 And that's probably what she said when she got in the car is, are you here for Samantha? Are yeah. you, are you my Uber? Right. And he was probably like, yep. Yeah. There's also, a, um, now there should be a barcode on the dashboard that mm-hmm. you scan with your phone that gives you all of their information. So if you open the door and there's not a barcode on that dashboard, you do not get it in the car.
0: Right. So, nice. Um,
2: yeah, so there's a lot of things they actually give you a picture now up. You get a picture of the car, but she the car that she was waiting for was not that car. But if if you're me, you see a black sedan, you think I mean, yeah. I don't know what yeah. cars are. Well, not only that, but it's you know, it's 2:30 30 in, in the morning. morning. You've been yeah. drinking. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You don't know. You're, You're going you to, you know, so that yeah.
0: pulls up right in front of you. Of course, you just assume it's an Uber. You're yeah. so, probably not even thinking 100% like
2: Now safety. in South Carolina, they have to have an Uber or Lyft light and sign in their dashboard yeah. and you can only get those from Uber and Lyft. Right. And the law is that when you leave that company, you have to turn that in or they will come after you for a, like you get fined if you don't turn it in when you leave the company. Yeah. So that's also, a lot of safety space. issues. And, Like I said, they didn't, they just said, we don't want her death to be in vain. We want it to mean something because she meant something to us. So they've used it and they've really campaigned hard to educate young college students about ride sharing and stuff like that. You know, the buddy system don't ever, like, if you can help it, don't take an Uber. If you're a single woman, don't get in a car by yourself. Right. That's hard. Like think about how many times you travel for your job. Right. What are you going to do? Do you know what
3: kind of, this it hits me about that. So I'll be honest. I've not, you know, I'm, I'm probably the one here. I've not used Uber. So I've mm-hmm. not used that. But we're talking. You said 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that doesn't feel that long ago to mm-hmm. to not have some of these measures in place in the first place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what amazes yeah. me. Is that some yeah. of these things weren't already there.
2: And right, you know, I think that three years ago. I agree. I think that the rules were there, but they weren't being applied really. They mm-hmm. just was like, I don't think that they had these specific measures in place. Um, Cause I mean, I've, I've taken Ubers before and, you know, I've gotten in the car and the person's had their, their picture up there. And I think it was before 2019. I will tell you that when I was in college, I went on spring break one time to the Bahamas on cruise. And this place, I can't remember if we were in Nassau or Freeport, but where we stopped we we spent the night in the port that night on the ship so we went out of course we we're drunk college girls when I mean, you just I and mean, there could not have been a more neon sign targeted like <laughs> right. these people are here for the taking right so we actually got into what we thought was a cab a taxi cab and asked the guy to take us to some bar that we were going to and he started driving and when we got there we were like how much do i owe you and he was like i'm not a cab driver <gasps> Oh, wow. oh no that,
1: yeah. that shit is yeah. oh <laughs>
0: no how are you still here <laughs> Shut up. are you kidding how am <laughs> well,
2: I, I still mean, here on oh, so it, many okay it's like there's so many things but in yeah. that
1: instance like what a nice samaritan although oh, really yeah, yeah, heard, yeah. i
2: yeah. guess right i know but what was the, he? he so he's sitting in a parked car on the side of the road with his um, parking lights on. Now, this time of day, there are armed guards on every corner and every storefront has like the bar Wars, cages right. that come over. Like, this is a locked downtown. Oh my gosh. And we, this guy's like in a station wagon. And y'all are a bunch of girls from North Carolina. And we are like drunk knee-walking all girls in of <laughs> yeah, God. And, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we didn't get killed. I don't either. I really don't. I'm really no. glad you didn't. I'm glad I didn't either, yeah. because you wouldn't be doing yeah. this podcast. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Those yeah. are some
0: crazy stories. Yeah. Y'all so. did a fantastic job. <laughs> yes.
3: No, Thank you for having it. But you know what I want to say, actually, completely <laughs> random and totally off topic, but all the things we've been talking about, and I've just noticed because, Anne, you've been off screen for a bit. We're doing this, and you're in the cutest pink headphones. Oh. Um, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> we're doing this. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I can see that as well. But I'll just say that those are like massive.
2: <laughs> Sorry, it's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: just say, it's so kind of the, like the opposite extreme of like the, like, the kind of theme.
2: Yeah, I know. We're, oh, we're like in so pink funny. and purple and we're yeah. all girly and talking about murder.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, you're at um. top, yeah. They so that
2: was... Anne has baked for us. I
0: did sorry, I baked. I know. Sorry, I did baking, and I'll show what it we to got, you. What we this is the cutest freaking! I decided cake. to do a chocolate chip cookie cake. Oh, no God, look at that. <laughs> look at that. Can you oh, see wait, it? Wait,
1: it's it's a little bit blurry.
0: Let me preen for
1: Screen screen there, screen now,
3: screen Lou, don't talk for a second because otherwise it goes on to you on my screen <laughs> Can you? it's too blurry
2: probably, probably. i think yeah, it's, too it's blurry better. but it's I we'll send it you originally. a picture We'll send you a picture. It says, oh, well, it says,
0: it says, thanks, Dan and Lou, and it's got a heart on it. <laughs> oh,
2: that's amazing. That's that's absolutely adorable. Amazing. And she put glitter on it and everything. I did so have red glitter cute.
0: for Christmas, you know. Yeah, because, because we're we want to remind you that
2: we're coming for Christmas. <laughs> when you're
0: over. Yeah, yeah, when, over?
2: <laughs> when we're over, but we're gonna safe. be baking with his mom. And that's great, yeah. yes. She's gonna be we're gonna be like you sit down, honey. We got this. Yeah, she's gonna say stay out of my kitchen. I know. (laughs) She'll come afterwards with a knife exactly (laughs) kitchen.
0: Yeah. So tell us what you baked, sugar. Tell us about it. So I did a this is like a classic. We've got this this shop that's in the mall is called the Great American Cookie Company. And it was always such a big deal to get a big chocolate chip cookie with icing on it for your birthday instead of a birthday cake. So I decided to do a chocolate chip cookie cake and I got my recipe from Sally's Baking, which we love. We love
2: Sally, we stalk her.
0: And it's basically just a chocolate chip cookie that you put into a nine-inch cake pan. It is it smells
2: good. I want some of that. Oh, right.
0: You want to taste it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do I have to I, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm no, sorry you're not we're here. here
2: because it looks adorable and that by Oreo. <laughs> yeah, you just I'll have, have that to that bite might. the Oreo when I'm when I'm eating the Cookie cake, you can bite the Oreo. it's oh, amazing! Look at that. And then I just did um a basic buttercream icing. Yeah, it's to go so with good. it. I'm just telling you, it smells so good. It does smell good. I don't need a plate. You are
1: actually making about- me well hungry at this point. I'm oh, at sorry. Look at
3: that. <laughs> that's, that's proper, isn't it? That's oh my word. Oh, mm. That looks so oh, good. Um,
1: Dan, stop talking because it's mm. to you now. Oh, hi- <laughs>
3: highlight their screen and pin it. That's what I've done. there <laughs> Val. Mm. When so, it comes so f- when it comes to food <laughs> that, looks, that looks so good it's
0: the so only bad. modification i made mm-hmm. is it calls for just regular mm-hmm. unsalted butter and i did the i did brown butter and i can tell mm-hmm. it's got a nutty taste yeah mm-hmm. guys this so is so brown good. butter it's <laughs> just about a stick of butter that you melt and you you bring it to a boil and let it cook until it gets these little brown bits in it. Then you take it off mm. and it makes the butter a very nutty, caramelly tasting. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. so fun. <laughs>
3: so I, I like how Lou, Lou, I like how this cake has got our name on it, but we're not having any of it. Yeah, I yeah.
2: know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm saying like, damn, what have I got in the cupboards downstairs because <laughs> I want to eat
3: now?
2: No, I guess you'll just have it's to like, have another Pop-Tart. Yeah. Another Pop-Tart. <laughs> yep.
3: It's like, thanks Dan and Lou for making us make this cake that we can eat. In, you know, we really car.
0: appreciate <laughs> it. We appreciate it a lot. Mm. If there was any way I could get one to you, I, I would totally
2: mm. do it. We'll deliver it to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, i got to put it down because I can't stop eating it. <laughs> it's so good. Mm. All, right, All right, well... well I think that's it. Mm-mm. I don't know. Tell us about your social media. Where can people find you again? Uh, they
0: said on
2: Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I want Tw- them to Tw- say
0: Tw- again,
1: I'm... Twitter. <laughs> We're on Twitter. You can find us on all major <laughs> platforms. You can go on Twitter at Casting Views, or you can go CastingViewsPod at gmail.com.
2: I love it. <laughs> Mm. We'll we, have, we also have social media.
0: I know. I'm just sitting here thinking, call the Aberdasher because we need a better a better top hat for these two. What's an
2: Aberdasher? Uh, it's no. A hat maker? What's a haberdasher? No, it's like... It's <laughs> Aberdasher? I can't say that.
0: Um, Aber- it's like a men's fancy clothing place. Oh, like a tailor. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well. If anyone is listening to us for the first time, absolutely. Come pop over to our pod. Oh
2: Not my gosh. Support. We, uh, listen, <laughs> yeah. we talk about you all the time. Our last episode, we talked about, what did we talk about? We talked about going to see Dan and Lou for Christmas. <laughs> <We did. laughs> we the last episode. I think we talked <laughs> about we how we were going to surprise them, them but the yes, we're, we're going to surprise them Christmas. and come for Christmas. So surprise, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> so we have social media just real quick. We do. Um, we're on 12, 12. <laughs> <laughs> and we're at sugar murder and we're on the insta mm-hmm. instagram at sugarcoated murder we're on facebook mm-hmm. we have a regular facebook page and a fan page and everybody can be on the fan page because we don't have enough friends
0: and we've got email and we love to get emails and how can they how can they email they us can email us at murder.sugarcoated at gmail.com there you go i know
2: and we love an email Listen, Dan and Lou, this has been spectacular. So much fun. We cannot say thank, thank you me. enough for coming on here. We adore you guys. We love your podcast and we just adore the two of you. And we cannot wait to spend Christmas with you next <laughs> week bring, bring it on. on. Bring it on.
1: Although I feel like our Christmas spreads will be disappointing because, again, we feel like America does it properly and we kind of do it half-assed.
2: Well, oh. we, we'll take care of that because we're not half-assed at <laughs> <Yeah. on> Christmas. <laughs> So get an ready Italian for Italian
3: South Carolina Christmas. Yeah. There
2: you go. Listen, my kids we I think for Thanksgiving this year we're doing an Italian Thanksgiving. So we love Italian oh,
3: pictures, food. Pictures. Pictures.
2: Don't worry, oh, I'll send you pictures. No, that's an already made lasagna from somewhere. <laughs>
0: Sorry. I'm not saying against kids, but I'm hoping I'm involved in
2: Thanksgiving as well. Yeah. But- well, I believe in catering Thanksgiving. yeah so. I don't believe in cooking it. (laughs) It does not make me. I don't feel thankful when I'm in the kitchen all day. (laughs) In order for me to feel thankful, I get it catered. catered. Mm
3: Do you know one of the other things I'm really excited about coming to the show? I want to get to hear your outro, your little, your little uh, slogan. Oh, yeah. Do you want to say it? it? No, no, no. no. You you two have to say it. I need to hear it live. All right.
2: Well, I'm just going to say before we leave you, there's one thing I have to say, sugar. Okay. Stay sweet. And don't murder. If you kill people, we will talk about you. That's right. You <laughs>
0: betcha.
1: Yeah. You're going to yes. Amazing.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Go and find. We're going to put your um, the link for all of your stuff. Your We're going to put your whole link tree in our show notes so people yeah, drink, can find cheers, you. Cheers. Absolutely. You guys, oh, yeah, cheers. cheers. Tally ho. Tally ho. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Call the abadabra. <laughs> Call the habadabra. <laughs> Abacasha, <Jasher>, what is the matter with Abadabba? I can't say that one. <laughs> We'll to figure oh, out. No, I thing.
3: could. I could get the butler to bring my tea now. That's all. Can you, oh, can can yes, you please,
2: please call Nickelsworth and ask him to bring my tea now. Please bring my tea.
1: I promise I'll expand my range of American accents as well the next time I come. <laughs> oh, <up>. Please do, <laughs> and we were nailing
2: like it. That's a country song and an American <laughs> accent
1: next yeah, time. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll try and go like heavy New York. I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm walking here." <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think you nailed it. I love it. You nailed it. Guys, thank you so much. We adore you. you. And we will talk to you very soon.
1: Pleasure being with
3: you.
2: you. All right, y'all take care. Bye. This
1: has been Sugar Coated Murder Podcast, a deliciously entertaining true crime podcast. Like what you heard? You can always explore past episodes by visiting sugarcoatedpod.com. Don't forget to like our Facebook fan page and share with friends. Thanks for listening to Sugar Coated Murder
2: Podcast.
1: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.